Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm Aaron Sagers, and this is Talking Strange. Hello, uh, spooky nerds. Aaron Sagers here, and welcome to Small Talk, a mini-episode of the Talking Strange Paranormal Pop Culture Show. I took a couple weeks off because, well, I was traveling, and I was on the road at Waverly Hill Sanatorium with the Strange Escapes Tourism Company, led by Amy Bruni of Kindred Spirits. And then also, I was quite... Quite honored to join the Parapsychon event at Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio, and two great back-to-back locations. And recently, I was on the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Halcyon, the AKA Star Wars Hotel. I was on there for May the 4th, May the 4th weekend, and then found out that the hotel that Halcyon is closing the the immersive experience it's not even a hotel I hate calling it so, it sounds like such a dirty word to apply to the Halcyon because it's so much more than a hotel it's an experience and now I'm quite sad that it's ending it was such a an amazing couple of days in space and I feel like the fact that it closed down right after I was on it it's like I got a tease of it, and and now to find out that it's ending, it's like uh, a lone tear running down my cheek. And hopefully that doesn't. Hopefully it's not because I was on it. Hopefully I didn't break space. Anyhow, on this week's main episode, I speak with Paul Hynek, the son of Project Blue Books, J. Allen Hynek, who is the father of ufology. Paul was a really great interview. I got such a kick out of talking with him. Obviously, his father is a legend in the field, and he has such an interesting story, having gone working under the the thumb of the Air Force for Project Sign, Project Grudge, Project Blue Book. And then he broke out and started talking directly to the public about the UFO phenomena. And I think that's really what makes him such a, a legend is that he became a great communicator with the public about what's going on out there and and really listening to people's stories. And then famously was an advisor on Close Encounters of the Third Kind directed by Steven Spielberg. I wanted to learn from Paul about what a day in the life at the Heineck household might be like. Similar to me, uh, Paul comes from a family of five kids, so I understood that big family, but it's quite different when he tells stories of Travis Walton showing up, uh, of course, from Fire in the Sky, Travis Walton showing up for dinner, or or various other physicists and astronauts and whatnot. In fact, he even, Paul talks about being a kid and taking a cruise with Neil Armstrong during a total solar eclipse. And for a week, he shared 
sort of this guest of honor table, his family, uh, the Heineck family spent it with the Armstrong family and also sci-fi legend Isaac Asimov was on board. So he talks about that. He also, <laughs> this is just great. He shares some funny stories about his dad, including his dad's love of the Muppets. Who knew? Who knew about that? But more than just his father, Paul speaks about his exploration of psychedelics in his own way. It's it's his way of investigating unexplained phenomena. And he even shares a potential encounter with his father's spirit. So I really encourage you to listen to that. Now, before we get into this week's reader-submitted letter, I want to remind you to support our sponsors. Of course, Manscaped the premier below-the-waist grooming tools, and also beard trimmers. Manscaped is a great product. I highly encourage it. A lot of good bath products as well that I utilize. And with the code TALKINGSTRANGE, you can get a discount and free shipping worldwide. Definitely, definitely support them. Code TALKINGSTRANGE at manscaped.com. I also really want to implore you to check out the Smell of Fear Candle Company. I really want to highlight Smell of Fear because they are an independently run business, a small business, and yet the Smell of Fear candles are just my favorite. I was I was actually a fan of them before they ever were kind enough to to sponsor us. The candles are inspired by names and settings from fiction, history, and folklore. Currently, I'm burning the Sasquatch candle with a scent of redwoods and musk and pine earth, like the northwestern forests that good old Bigfoot is said to roam. This month's special candle is called Peach Fuzz, and it smells like pancakes and peaches, and it's inspired by the horror movie The Creep, but the scent itself is far from horrible, and instead it tastes, it smells like it would taste like a great breakfast. And I'm also spraying the Vampire Black Current Absinthe Room Spray. It's really nice. It adds a very pleasant scent to the room without being overpowering or chemically. These candles are hauntingly handmade with coconut soy wax blend and they are phthalate-free scents. I I hope I said that right, but that's the nasty chemical that's in a lot of products. So these candles offer you a natural, sustainable candle with a clean burn, low soot, and fantastic scent blend. And basically, we're giving away a handful of sets, a very special sets, including a sinister skull candle, room sprays, stickers, with a value of about 50 bucks. To be considered, I'm gonna ask you, to email a spooky true story involving the smell of fear. Maybe you've been in an old mansion where there's a spectral aroma of cigar smoke or perfume wafting in, or you see a strange light in the sky accompanied by the odd aroma of ozone, or you're traipsing through the forest and encounter the pungent smell of a Sasquatch. Send those stories in to talkingstrange at denofgeek.com to be considered. Also, with the code STRANGE15, you can get 15% off your order at thesmelloffear.com. That's code STRANGE15, 15% off your order at thesmelloffear.com. Okay, let's dive into our reader submission. This comes from Kim. I withheld her last name, but Kim is a listener and supporter of the work we do, and the letter she sent in is titled Tale of the Strange and unusual. A few years ago, after graduating from undergrad, I was living in Texas and working at a brain injury hospital 
as a vocational rehabilitation counselor. My dream, however, was to work in the media. So when an entry-level marketing position opened up at the PBS station in Chicago, I jumped at the chance. I received an interview and started making travel plans. Since it was an entry-level position, they did not offer travel reimbursement. So my plans were to fly into Midway, take the train into the city, and then stay at a nearby hostel. On the day of travel, there were several weather-related travel delays, and my flight was one of them. This was a few years prior to 9-11, and friends and family were still able to say goodbye to travelers at the gate, so my mom stayed to keep me company as I waited to see if my flight was going to be canceled. After many hours of waiting, they finally announced that they were going to try to fly above the weather, so boarding began. I was nervous, but my mom placed her hand on my arm and said, don't worry, you're going to sit next to that guy. She was referring to a youngish man, sandy blonde hair with gold-rimmed glasses. He had sort of a river phoenix and running on empty vibe. But if Danny Pope was a tad bit older and was headed out on a business trip. A young 20-something, I assumed she was... I assume my mom was trying to set me up with some cute guy she hoped would be a future son-in-law. So I, of course, balked and rolled my eyes as I hugged her goodbye. She was right, though. My assigned seat was directly next to the guy, and as I settled into my seat, he introduced himself with a name I honestly can't remember, and he said he was Lithuanian, which I thought was an odd detail for someone to throw out in an introduction. We fell into conversation easily, as if it were a familiar habit for us, and I felt comfortable with this stranger. So comfortable, in fact, that when he asked me if I was nervous about the flight, I said, yes. He told me I had nothing to worry about, that it would be a bumpy ride, but that everything would be okay in the end. He then suggested we buy a drink from the cart, and that I do remember. He ordered a Jack and Ginger because he liked to think of a couple laughing and dancing together as he drank it. And we continued our conversation. Throughout the flight, he seemed to know events before they would happen. He'd throw them out naturally, without breaking the rhythm, things like, in a few minutes, you're going to see a big lightning bolt. But don't worry about it. Just marvel at how beautiful it is in the sky. And I did. As we were approaching our descent, he asked, have you ever been to Chicago before? I told him I had not, but that I had hoped to live there. Looking out dreamily through the tiny window, he mused, when we approach, the stark darkness will be immediately replaced by the most beautiful pattern of lights. Chicago is on a grid system, and you'll see it reflected from up here. You should write a poem about that. He didn't know that I wrote poetry, and he was right about the stunning pattern of lights. I did write a poem about it, which was included in my master's thesis. When we landed, the airport was bare. I had missed my cutoff time for arriving at the hostel. There was a curfew at the time, and the orange line was not running. My heart leapt into my throat. I had no money for a cab, much less a hotel. I said nothing, but assumed he must have read the anxiety on my face because my new stranger friend said not to worry. He called the hostel up and told them I was coming and then paid for a cab for me. He handed me a business card and told me to call him if I needed anything else for the trip. And he encouraged me to spend some time sitting in Lincoln Park. You'll love it there, he said. The rest of the trip went went swimmingly. 
I got the job, and I spent time looking around what would be my new city. But remembering his suggestion of Lincoln Park, I headed there and sat beneath a tree. Immediately, without warning or any sort of prompting, I began to cry. It wasn't from sadness. I simply realized at that moment that I had come home. It was a knowing that made no logical sense, since I had never lived there before. Not in this lifetime, anyway. But nevertheless, I knew I was back home. When I returned to Texas, I tried to call the stranger using the number on the business card. It wasn't a working number, and a quick search told me that the company didn't seem to exist either. I'm still not sure who my stranger was that day, but I'm forever grateful to him. He kept me safe. He comforted me, and he introduced me to the place my heart still calls home. All right. Thank you for your submission, Kim. I really like it because it's this little moment of kindness in the universe. Although I was I was also admittedly concerned this was going to go super dark, so I'm glad that didn't happen. Have any of you listeners out there experienced something like this, any stories like this that you want to share? I would love to hear them. And remember, folks, I want you also to come join the fun on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Aaron Sagers. We have movie watches and trivia and live streams and cocktail recipes and more. We just actually had on Chris Williams from Ghost Hunters as the monthly surprise guest. And I'm imploring you, share your stories about hauntings, strange encounters in the woods or unusual lights in the sky or about an encounter with a human that either made your skin crawl or maybe filled your heart with joy and kindness like Kim's story. Or maybe any near misses with danger or violence uh, that when you had that instinct that some strange force guided you to safety. Tell me all about it. Send it in to TalkingStrange at DenaGeek.com. Also, send in guest suggestions or ask questions about me or about the show or whatever you want to know. Remember, TalkingStrange at DenaGeek.com. All right, folks. I'm Aaron Sagers, and this has been Small Talk, a mini-episode of Talking Strange. Until next time... Be kind, stay spooky, and keep it weird. Talking Strange is a part of the Den of Geek Network, available wherever you listen to other podcasts. If you like what we're doing, share Talking Strange with your friends and fellow spooky nerds. And please, subscribe, rate, and leave a nice review. If you have a strange or paranormal story you would like to share with us, please email talkingstrange at denofgeek.com for a chance to have it read on a future episode. For video episodes of Talking Strange, check out twitch.tv slash denofgeektv and youtube.com slash denofgeekus. And please follow at TalkStrangePod on Twitter and at Aaron Sagers on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon for more paranormal pop culture content. Mm-hmm.